Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Soul Goals Podcast. I'm Dawn, and I'm so glad you're joining me today. This podcast is dedicated to bringing people's stories to light and hearing their journeys of inspiration and self-growth. But it's also about connection and knowing that you are not alone. Each week, I get the chance to sit down and talk with an amazing soul, someone I've had the blessing of either meeting or following in my life. I am so grateful for my guests. Their openness and their vulnerability, it is unmatched as we share heartfelt conversations together about both their challenges and their triumphs. I hope that you can grab some inspiration and connection from my guests and their stories. I know I certainly have with each conversation. What an honor to sit with these brave souls. Everyone has a story, folks, and every story matters. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Soul Goals Podcast. I'm Dawn, and today my guest is Dawn. (laughs) That's right. I'm going to give you a little insight to my story today. Each month, I'm going to release a small little blurb about one of my soul goals along the way, letting you see a little bit more about who I am, uh, what makes me tick. And I just want to join in some of the storytelling that I get to sit with and my guests, right? I actually had a former guest that told me, this is important. I think you should do this. And I thought long and hard about it. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. So here we go. Dawn's Soul Goals episode number one is right here for you. So I think it's only best if I start at the start and I go back to one of the most integral things that has ever happened to me when I was nine month old, uh, crawling around on our parents' green shag carpeting living room floor. My mom was ironing and she had the iron plugged into an extension cord and then plugged into the wall. And she was watching, I think the price is right. Yeah, that was a big deal then with Bob Barker (laughs) on our old Zenith TV that would kind of come in color, kind of come in black and white. Uh, But all I was doing was crawling around on the floor. But as nine months old, my nine month old would do, I went to where the two things were plugged in, the extension cord and the iron. And I proceeded to stick that in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. Not the best thing to do, but my mom didn't realize that I had that in my mouth, looked down at me, tugged on the cord after I had been attached to it for a bit and it burnt a hole in my lip and I'm kind of up into the face a little bit. Obviously as a nine month old, I'm going to cry. It's probably pretty painful. She picks me up, takes me into the restroom and grabs a wet washcloth, puts that on my face. And then proceeds to lay me down in my crib where I um, fall asleep rather quickly. I later come to find out that that was shock that I was experiencing. But again, what are you going to do? Like my mom did the best that she could. About an hour, hour and a half later, my dad comes home from work. She says, hey, I think we should probably go check in. Let's go look at this. Um, I think Dawn's still asleep, but... I think we need to wake her up if she is. Okay. They walk into my room and my crib and they pull that washcloth off of my face. And my dad could stick his adult thumb into the hole 
right? That was burnt in my lip and up into my face. I was probably attached to that cord for, I don't know, 10 ish seconds, 10, 15 seconds. Yeah. So enough to do some damage. Uh, So we load up and we head to the hospital after we get through all sorts of testing to check all of my internal functions. Cause again, at nine months old, obviously you can't tell what's going on. You can't tell the doctors what you're feeling. All the tests came back totally normal, totally normal. The only thing that was truly affected that they could ascertain at that time was this cosmetic look on my lip. And that would probably be something that would follow me for the rest of my life is what they were told. Unless I wanted to have some cosmetic surgery along the way as I grew. And that was the, uh, the recommendation as I would change and as I would age, I would have surgeries that would take scar tissue from the inside of my mouth and place it at my lip to reform my lip. Brilliant. Yeah. I've had five surgeries from the age of five to age 19. Boy, I can remember that age five surgery. Like it was the back of my hand. Uh, That memory is ingrained in that brain right there. Now, when I had my last surgery, it was still with the same plastic surgeon, thankfully that had stuck with me in the whole project. And he was great. He looked at me after I had recovered and said, man, you made me look like brilliant. And I said, no, you have made me look brilliant over the course of the last, I don't know, 13, 14 years of these surgeries that I would have as my face changed and as I grew. I think it's really interesting to go back and say that nothing was affected after being attached to an electrical current for a bit of time, nothing except that external look. And if you look at me now, you'll notice if you're watching the video anyway, I don't face the screen straight on. I usually turn. So there's my little secret that now, you know, and I'm outing myself there. I also had a therapist tell me at one point during a pretty intense counseling session that she realized when things got difficult for me, I automatically would go to placing my hand up at my mouth directly over where that injury was. And that's how I would sit to process, to grieve, to work through stuff. That's super enlightening. I worked really hard to not automatically go to that covering spot. I worked really hard to understand that, you know, it's a part of who I am. And I also know that a lot of people don't even realize it's something that's there because my plastic surgeon was so brilliant as I grew and as I aged. I think that um, an interesting concept that one of my mentors has taught me along the way is Jeff Levine. Shout out. (laughs) This is a great one. Our issues are in our tissues. So basically all that means is that our body remembers things. And I know our body keeps a score is another great book. Um, There's so many different elements out there that you could refer to about what your body goes through, how it hangs on to things, how you process stuff, and therefore what your body has in terms of reactions or illnesses or disciplines or diseases or um, just bumps along the way. It can speak so much about your history 
and so much about what it is that you carry with you on your soul. I, I look back at that electrocution and obviously super thankful that a, it didn't do any more damage than just some external damage and that, and that that could be fixed. But more importantly, letter B, I'm alive. I lived. Nothing bad happened. It was all fixable. And I don't know if that would be the case today. Who knows? Maybe it was a miracle. Um, Maybe it was going to happen that way anyway. Yeah, one day I'm sure I'll know the answer to that. But I think it's something worth worth saying that when we go through hard times and when we go through experiences and we have accidents or we have hangups or slip ups or trip ups in our life that affect us and that affect us deeply, stuff that we really have to work really hard to either process or to heal physically, mentally, emotionally, or even spiritually. There is something so profound in the process of healing that and the process of understanding more about your body and your soul as a whole and how we hang on to stuff and how we release stuff. Now, I'm not here to say that I've done a great job of releasing all my stuff. And as our soul goals little series here goes on and you learn a little bit more about me and my story, you'll understand what I'm saying. I'm human. You know, I'm not perfect, but I also know that I'm a work in progress, just like you are, just like we all are, and that I have to give myself some grace and give the people around me some grace too, because we're all just doing the best that we can. I love that, um, that great saying that pops up periodically on my Instagram story, about making sure that you're not judging other people because you really don't know. You don't know what kind of day they're having. There's a lot of high functioning individuals out there. Yeah. I've been in that, in that boat for a long time of my process, high functioning. And you don't know what's just under that surface. You don't know what their soul is telling them day in and day out, but the experiences that they've had either day in or day out, or something huge that's happened to them as a child or just yesterday. So being kind and trying to give grace and trying to understand that we're all just doing the best that we can. I understand my mom did the best that she could. I understand that she didn't do anything intentionally. And even now, like the last time we talked about it, which has been a while, she will still say she feels responsible for that accident. And she can look at me and she can see that draw on one side of my mouth. And it's always a reminder to her that that happened under her watch. But I can't feel any kind of resentment or anger about that because I'm a mom and I know that she didn't do anything intentionally. I raised two kids and they're little as infants, they get into stuff and it's just an accident. But the grace that All of that story teaches me every time I tell it is that I feel like I'm here for a purpose. And I want you to know today that whether you've had an accident, whether you've had 
mental issues that have plagued you, whether you have had physical illnesses that seem to drag on and that are difficult or challenging, or whether you've had household issues or inner interrelational situations that have been really, really hard to work through and to process and to walk through or to just be in, in any given moment, you are here for a reason. You are here for a reason. I'm saying it again. You not being here would be a disservice to your community. Honestly would. I had a great conversation today in a podcast that I'm going to release in another month or so regarding you know, our importance of being here in our skin and what we do for each other and how important each person is to the greater whole of our country, our community, our world. It seems kind of corny when I say it out loud, but you know, it's true. It's true. Lots of things could have happened when I stuck that cord in my mouth. Lots of things could be incapacitated for me now at 50 years old. I, I, I could have passed on. I could have not lived. Lots of things could have happened, but it didn't. And for that, I'm grateful. And for that, I know that I serve a larger purpose in this world. That's my sole goal. Number one. Thanks so much for tuning in today, guys. If you have an idea for an interview or you would like to share your own story, I would love to hear from you. Send me a message at dawn at thesoulgoals.com. If you enjoyed today's podcast, I'd love for you to leave a review and to consider following and subscribing to the show. With weekly releases, there is always another interesting story to be heard. I do hope that today's guests and their words have helped to bring some extra light to your day and encouraged you to find a deeper space of your very own soul goals. Until next time, friends, remember that everyone has a story and every story matters.